0: Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign.
1: I am Shay,
0: I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf.
2: I'm Mel, I use they, them pronouns, and I will be portraying Terpsichore, a all-around fun person to be with, and who uses a variety of pronouns.
1: I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he-him pronouns.
0: Last episode, you went further into the mines of Hyderabad, found two trapdoors, and successfully made your way through them into some dwarven... Ruins isn't quite the word. Some abandoned dwarven chambers, mm. which you explored, found journal, which Rill made a copy of the most interesting page, the rest of it being mainly production accounting. Pretty sure you found the river gates passed on your way into town, Uh, but you didn't try to go out that way. You went back through the mines past the body of the very large, very dead slug, and now making your way back up to the daylight. And as you emerge from the cramped mine tunnels into what two, four of you is, sorry, three of you is very welcome daylight and to one of you is mildly uncomfortable (laughs) you can see there's been some progress in recovering from the minor mining disaster stumbled into today the ground around the entrance to the mines is no longer littered with injured bodies people have been patched up or taken home there are still some people standing around but all of them are now standing. And they look to be discussing plans for how they're going to patch things up and get back to work.
2: I'm still I'm still distracted by picking my, by picking my spells because I'm I'm awful unprepared.
1: Well uh, do we see? Do we see the the woman that was in charge um, that that sent us down there, the one we gave the letter to?
0: Uh, Sasha. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you look around, you you can. You can find her. She's in conversation with a group of judging by the width of their shoulders, probably minors. Um, but she is quite happy when she sees you too. to move on from that conversation come and talk to you. You have, for the record, been gone about three hours. Oh. <coughs> how'd, you, well, we, how'd it go we down found
1: a, We found a giant slug and we took care of it.
0: Raises one eyebrow in a somewhat she looks mildly concerned.
1: It was... It was okay. <laughs> Real looks at the rest of his party, most of whom have gotten uh, mildly suffocated by said slug.
0: Visible acid <laughs> burns, yeah. We perturbed it, fatally. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear it. Is it dead? Oh, you said fatally. Good. <laughs> Do you think there are any more?
2: giants? Not Looks nearly that, that big.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of small ones, but none that were yeah, not nearly that big.
0: How big was big?
3: Oh,
1: really big.
0: Like imagine a really big slug. It was a
2: lot. Okay.
3: <laughs> as you can
0: as you can see where we're very excellent
2: at describing things. I don't know, like, this big, and Tepsikori does, like, a big jump to kind of indicate the scale of this slug.
0: Ah. Well, that is big. <laughs> well, thank you for killing it. Appreciate that. Um, How far did the the tunnels go? What did you find? Beside the slug.
2: Uh, they did... As you anticipated open up into Dwarven territory, we did find um, further Dwarven mining and then we also uh, noticed a door that opened out into Dwarven Halls. Did you go through it? Tepsikori really subtly hesitates (laughs) and and glances, particularly, I think, at Rill.
1: Most of it was caved in.
0: <clears throat> roll a deception.
1: 14?
0: <laughs> I'm i am going to have her... I'm going to contest the roll, I think. That's the thing to do. I think she's trying right. to get some insight here. Oh, and she rolled horribly. So. <laughs> nice. All right, well, we'll just... Up that door and not go through it.
1: Oh, uh, Rill's gonna pull out the map that he was making and and show it hand it over to her. Actually, uh, we found a part Did, did Rill
0: uh, include the Dwarven Ruins in his map? <laughs> yes,
1: he did. <laughs> 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 I... <laughs> <laughs> but part of it was caved in, he wasn't lying about that, he may have just overstated. How much of was came? In?
2: Hey, real, aren't you a cleric? Isn't wisdom like, the whole thing?
1: <laughs> wisdom of being good at lying and remembering you're lying is very different. He's not good at lying. That's
0: a- <laughs> it's not so much the lying is knowing when not to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he was—he was, you know, bending the truth, not really lying.
0: Yeah, she takes the map and then both her eyebrows go up.
1: <laughs>
0: mm. Well that's not that's quite some cave in. Well I mean it goes much further. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'd assume it's, it's I mean, halls that, that, all important. See I marked the spot where it caved in. There.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> well we'll we'll still break up that door, there's no no need for us to be poking around in Dwarven Ruins.
2: Oh, um, there are more slugs generally, by the way. They're just not that big. They're still quite big. They're big for slugs, but they're not big for big slugs. Show me big for slugs. I hold out my hands about, like, I don't know,
0: cat size? They're like cat size, right? That's that's We can deal with that. That's usually as big as they get. Yeah. Oh,
1: and there's a pond in in... Uh, and then part of there I marked it. You don't want to drink out of that.
0: It's full of rock gas. That would make sense. What's this little chamber here? And she points to the bit that you first explored when you went left, the one that was still in the process of being dug out. Full of oh, that
1: that's what I actually wanted to tell her about, which is that <laughs> there was stuff in there that hadn't actually been fully dug out.
0: In that case, we could just... We could we could just block off here, and. Just dig that part. Now we know where it is so we can avoid it. Perfect. Thank you. Can I keep this?
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I made it for.
0: Hold it up very carefully. Sit away. Because I promised you some gold for doing this, didn't I?
2: That's right.
0: Uh, I don't tend to carry around quite that much. Come back to my office with me. We do that. Yeah, she leads you through town. It's not a long way Um, back to the town square. Into the building with the two offices. She goes through the door that has the hammer on it. You gather you might have been knocking on the wrong door this morning.
1: Uh...
0: It's a very utilitarian office. She's got a desk. She's got um, a little safe built into the wood of the desk. She's got some shelves. Got a couple of chairs for visitors. Nice. Nothing is fancy. And she goes and unlocks the safe, starts counting out the coin and dividing it into four neat little piles. Pushes those across the desk. And she has given you, as promised, 40 gold each for both going into the mines and killing a giant slug. Cool. Sits on her chair behind the desk and says, I'm very glad you came along. You've saved us a a deal of trouble.
1: Glad we could help.
0: You said you were couriers.
1: Yep. Yep, Yep. and we'll actually be heading back that way uh, after collecting any packages and things anybody wants to send. It'd
2: be pretty weird if we turned up with a letter for you and we weren't couriers.
0: Well, that's true. I should read those.
2: Not to mention, not to mention a breach of our, a breach of our sacred monopoly.
0: You have no idea the kind of quarrelling that monopoly has caused. Well, I, I don't have any posts to go back. Other people may. Right. The priests often have stuff to go back and forth if you want to. Talk them. Besides that, uh, welcome to Hyderal. Thank you for helping. Feel free to come again.
3: Great. Thank Thanks.
0: you. We might, if we have letters for you. Sorry to hurry you out of my office, I just really need to deal with this cave I mean, fair.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What time
0: is it? Um, Maybe 1pm? Late lunchtime. All right. Well, middle of lunchtime.
2: I'll kind of look around at my comrades and say like, so are we going to stay the night or are we going to uh, get moving?
1: No, let's hang around and see if anybody... Uh, I know at least one of the people we talked to yesterday said they wanted to send something back. Let's hang around at yeah. the end for like, I don't know, another hour and see if anybody else wants to mm. send anything back with us and then get on I the would road, say I over think. the
2: next hour, they might be a bit distracted. Oh, yeah. That's
3: by the true. whole cave maybe in we, thing. Yeah. Maybe we should stay the night, actually. Ember's kind of shifting around a little awkwardly. And uh, my business in town here is finished. Um, and I was called to do more in the world, but I'm not sure yet what that is. Could you use some company? Yeah, sure. Excellent.
0: Sasha says if you're looking to ask people if they've got post to get back, I I expect a lot of them will be either in the tavern or in the church right now. People tend to gather there when things like this happen.
1: Very
2: fair. Right. Let's go make some money, huh?
1: Yeah. Do we want to split up and two of us go to the tavern, and two of us go to the church, cover more ground, or...?
2: Well, it's
3: me. All right. Take like the tavern. Uh, what? What is the church? Oh, it was kind of like a multi.
2: Singing flame and. Okay. Yeah, but we saw a priest of the
0: singing flame and someone else. And she okay. mentioned the, or possibly, I can't remember now. There, there was a, there's a priest of the singing flame and there's a priest of the thread mistress.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go to the church.
1: Uh, I'll right. go to. Cool, we'll do the and church i
0: I'll go to the tavern. So you, you cross the square. Um, well, I say cross. Diagonally cross the square. It is literally a square. There's a tavern on one side. There's this set of civic offices opposite it. There's a church on the third side and the fourth has that kind of platform thing. So you, you go to the church. It does appear to have some religious iconography you know around the door some little statues in niches um it's not very specific it doesn't look like it's specific to any one god but it is uh it looks like it's dedicated to kind of the council of light as a pantheon hmm. um but the, the doors are open and there is indeed a, a little a little crowd inside there in standing around in class, praying at, at various little shrines in niches. Both of the priests are, are here milling around. It looks like this is genuinely just something that happens when something goes wrong. People congregate here.
3: So do there seem to be little groups of people also um, being a bit more social and not just Yes. Praying. There's okay. two
0: or three little clusters of people in conversation and then there are also some people who have gone to yes, some of the people here are being more social and less less privately religious.
3: All right. Um, I would suggest we head towards one of those groups then. Yeah.
0: You go to a group of, of three or four people. One of them is Maud, which is the priest of the Threadmistress who I think was the person, was one of the people we met yesterday. Uh, she's a, a halfling woman. People don't appear to be particularly panicked as you're overhearing the conversation. There's a general air of well, this is something that has happened and we're going to get on with things.
3: Makes sense in a mining town. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and from at least from what you could see when you were looking around, it didn't look like anyone had actually died. Oh, good. Which would contribute to people not being too upset.
3: Alright, so we're heading over towards that group and um, I'm kind of gonna let you take the the lead here because I don't actually know anything about being. Uh, right, that would make sense, wouldn't it?
1: Um, I'm gonna go up to mods, and she's the one person I recognize even mildly here. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of wait for a natural lull in the conversation, and sort of. Let them know that hey, uh, we went down in the, uh, you know, we we went down into the mines. We did everything with the giant slug, and you know, it's relatively stable. Just I'm trying to just sort of reassure you know that it's not going to seem
0: less impressed by the giant slug than you might hope.
1: Oh, that is disappointing. It was a very large slug. You know the
0: look that people get when. Someone is claiming to have caught a really big fish, but it got away.
1: <laughs> they have oh, that okay. like,
0: yeah, sure, I'm sure it was a really big slug. Like not ungrateful that you killed it. They just don't quite believe you that it was the ten foot slug you're claiming, as opposed to say a five foot slug.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Um, but they they are
0: they 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 are grateful that you went down, and they're very pleased that you've found a a patch of you know a, a proper cluster of unmined ore because that means they don't have to look for it they can just go and dig out that hole
1: mm-hmm.
0: so they, they are very grateful um, and I'm gonna you
1: know, after doing all that I'm gonna sort of ask around and see if anybody has any letters or uh, anything like that
0: uh, Maud has a letter for you that she would like you to take back okay um, it's all nicely sealed up it has the thread mistress symbol over a wax seal okay you were provided, I haven't written out, um, but you were provided with a list of shipping costs from the guild and just a standard letter like this is for gold. All right. She doesn't try and haggle with you. You get the impression that Maud is more surprised that this is a new group of posties than unfamiliar with posties. Letters ah. go back and forth for her. Gold.
1: Right.
0: Evidently, the Threadmistress Church keeps in contact.
1: Apparently so. Alright, uh, besides Mort, does anybody have uh, any, any anyone else in this
0: No, area? No one else in the church does. Um, someone does suggest that you might want to try the shop.
1: Alright, will do. often
0: has, has orders to send back to um, bigger places.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright, then I will collect Ember and uh, tell her that the shop was suggested. ...as the next place to go.
3: All right. So, uh... How did you all... ...get involved with being... ...couriers?
1: Well, it's a job. I mean... ...the same as you get any job, I suppose. I don't know about... ...the rest of the party, but... ...I wanted to see more of the world... ...as it is. That makes sense, I suppose... And what about you? What are you doing out here? Do
3: you live here? Uh, n- no, I was out here to look at the mines. I have I was a blacksmith and um, have always had interest in various metals and metalworking uh, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? processes I guess um, but I um, I don't know I also just kind of had a th- this feeling that I should be here My uh, when my shop um, was forced to close I started getting this feeling that I should be in certain places and this is where I felt that I should be. And then I felt that I should go with you all. So I'm glad you're amenable to that. Sure.
1: I haven't really felt a pull like that myself, but I understand how you'd want to follow your heart, as it were. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about your shop.
3: It is what it is. I'm sure there are better things out there waiting for me.
1: Well, uh, hopefully, better things than the slug mother.
3: Yes, I dearly hope something better than the slug mother.
1: Is there anybody in the shop when we uh, walk over there?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, the shop is open. There's a bell that rings when you come in through the door. <laughs> The, the shopkeeper is behind the counter, um, although she must be standing on the box because this is another halfling. <laughs> and she's got both her elbows up on the counter and she's leaning on it, and looks up as you come in and goes, welcome. What can I do for you?
1: Oh, we're um, a part of the posties that came in. Uh, yesterday. Oh, right.
0: Yes, your friend came and brought me a letter yesterday. Yes, I do have some for you. Oh, Good. Rummages around under the counter, um, brings out two letters, slides those over to you. How much is that? Uh,
1: two letters would be eight gold.
0: You can't do me a deal, can you? Take them both? Treat them as I'm ones? S-
1: sorry, that's really my first job. I don't want to get in trouble, you know, with the boss enough, and all that.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Pulls out eight gold, gives those to you. Feel free to look around while you're in it.
1: What does she have in the shop? Just general uh, stuff? A bit
0: of everything. So, one whole side of the shop is firewood. On the other side, there are barrels of of dry goods. There's flour and beans and dried things like that. And on shelves above the barrels, there's a very eclectic mixture of stuff. Just all sorts of things that people might want in a fairly isolated town that they might not want to wait until market for. Or that... Mm that aren't sold in large enough quantities for anyone to have a business dedicated to that and bring that to market, but which people might want. There's needles and thread and there's herbs and spices and there's an umbrella and there's just all sorts of stuff
1: uh Rilla's going to politely look at the shelves um for like a minute. Decide he does not want anything and exit. Okay. Unless Ember unless Ember wants to Buy something there, perhaps.
3: No, I think I think Ember would follow. Real. Okay.
1: And I guess we'll head back to the tavern.
0: Head back to the tavern, where in the meantime, Tepsekiri and Alusha have been doing a very similar thing. I assume. All right. Um, I'm not going to mess around with delicately
2: working out who's receptive. I'm just going to shout. Use the power of shouting. Um, <laughs> I need to shout mail call, he's sending now's
0: a good time. Everyone looks over at you. Um, most of them go straight back to their conversations. One person gets up from where they've been sitting by a table and dashes out. And after a few minutes, because you assumed that they had a reason for doing this, mm. they return with Florian, who you delivered a parcel to yesterday with a book in it.
2: Ah, the Oh, no, different one. The one who's very shouty and demanded that we wait for his
0: return pose? That's the one. The one who was very anxious that you should not not go anywhere. Yeah. He he comes in and he's holding in both hands as if it were very precious. Uh, a wooden box about eight by ten inches. And he walks straight up to you and says, good, excellent. I knew you'd be going soon. I have this for you. Oh uh, right, you are sir. Oh
2: just look that up on our tariff. Oh wait, hang on. You, you I will let you
0: have more than one copy of the tariff.
2: Oh fantastic.
0: <laughs> look it up on the tariff. Uh judging by the size, this would be to take it to the main post office in Eisenbrook where you came from, um would be thirty gold pieces. I, I charge him that. Okay. He puts the box on a table and he counts out 30 gold pieces. He says, now, don't drop it, all right? They're a delicate part.
2: I give, like, I look down at myself. Like, I forget if I got, I think I got
0: bitter. Well, I mean. I think you you mainly avoided the slug, but you do kind of smell of caves and burnt slug.
2: I kind of look down at my nosebleed themed attire and look back <laughs> up and
0: I'm like, I'll do my best, sir. Not not the end of the world, but I'd appreciate it. I'll get a bit of
2: charcoal or chalk lying around or something, or in my pockets, whatever. Um, I'll put fragile on it
0: in big friendly letters. <laughs> he, he looks very appreciative. Although, as you are writing this, you realise that this box. This is a very heavy box for the size. Mm. This is a heavy enough box for the size that you might have undercharged.
2: Uh, not my problem. <laughs> How heavy is this box? Well, uh, as you see.
0: Oh, no, That was an out of character question. An out of character question. This is clearly a box full of metal. Hmm. It's not obviously rattling, so whatever's inside of it is presumably well packed. Um, mm. But this this is a box full of metal of some kind. All right, fair
2: enough. Okay, like when he leaves,
0: presumably. Um... Yeah, unless you have further questions for him, he's going to bustle back off out yeah, into no. the, to the. I'll
2: bar. give I'll give Alusha a look and uh, give Alusha a look and say, Ember looks pretty big and strong, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Ah, fantastic. This thing is and I actually I actually kinda of like just casually
0: hand it over to Alicia. It is Alicia. it is so much heavier than you were expecting that you nearly drop it on your foot. It's really it's heavy. It's not that you can't hold it up, it's just that you had no idea it was gonna be that dense. Oh hang on, hold
2: it still, and I'll put heavy on underneath fragile.
0: <laughs> In equally friendly letters?
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll
0: get him to carry this one, it's fine. <laughs> you wait a bit, it doesn't look like anyone else is hurrying to give you any post. Um, and then your your companions return from their their half of the job. Alright. Uh, should I put the 30 gold on in my inventory, or should I just abstract it? Um, well, you should probably put it in your inventory, because you're gonna to have to hand it over at the guild. It's not personal I mean, money. True. Well no, that's what I mean. If we should just leave the amount of money that we have charged. Um I would like you to be in the habit of recording it because I don't know what's gonna happen. You might want to steal it from us. Yeah, <laughs> if it gets stolen or you spend it on bribing people instead. Alright. You'll have to keep track of how much of how much of how much of how much we're supposed to be paying now. I I can keep track of how much of what you're carrying you owe to the guild and then when uh, you get yeah. to the guild, if you don't have it all this will be a problem that you have.
2: I mean that's fine. If we don't, if we, if we get, if we get, if we get, if we get robbed of our gold, that's fine. We can toss packages until we're even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suggest that in character, but I do think it's in character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am now, as as stated, recording what you owe the guild.
3: <laughs> what you
0: collected for the guild.
3: We probably should also be keeping. Track of that just to make sure that we don't spend too much. But, um, uh, no, if, yeah. you, uh, if you, if you, if does not do that, then I,
0: I'm sure, sh- I'm sure whatever happens, you can roleplay it out at the guild. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. How much money you owe them uh, and uh, how much money you've brought them. Whether those things match.
2: Anyway, I've successfully passed off this heavy package to. Um, uh, this heavy package to I'm so bad at remembering names. I'll do it event No, not to remember. It did not successfully pass No, you handed it to Alicia I it to Alicia, which is great It is no longer my problem <laughs> <laughs> So yeah uh, Are we gonna get going or are we gonna stay the night? I mean, I Let's get I
1: going Alright, <laughs> Well, i you want to stay
3: for some reason what, what time is it at this point? Um, like three?
0: Yeah, maybe two, yeah. Okay. If you set off now, you'd be getting, you You can't walk all hours of the day regardless of what time you set off. Um, you can walk for ba- about eight hours in a day before you are really too tired to be going any further. Um, if you set off now, it will be about four hours of walking in the dark. To to take up all that time, but you could always camp sooner than that. It is about a full day's journey back to the um, the border post that you passed through and camped at last time. I mean, I'm pretty sure
2: the only person who would think walking in the dark is a big issue might be
0: <laughs> might Ember,
2: be ever- technically a postie anyway, and therefore I'm not sure if if they actually get a vote.
3: <laughs> also, like. Walking at night is not quite as dark uh, when cities don't have light pollution. Oh, no, no,
0: they'll, they'll be, I mean, it's, it's not too cloudy. Um, there's probably going to be some moon. It's not going to be pitch black. You, you are welcome to walk in the dark. I am merely letting you know that you would be.
2: Also, we can just magically create light. This isn't an issue.
3: Yeah, Or use torches, because we're not in a cave with dead air anymore. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah torches. Right, anyway, uh, so we're going to hustle
3: now?
0: Sounds good to me. I ask in a spirit of inquiry are you going to settle your tabs or just walk out?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I don't have a tab Hours. to settle. <laughs> it's true, but the others.
2: Did people not mark this down as they went?
3: I, I will go to settle my tab that I assume that I have. Yeah, yours would one a little
0: higher than the others because you've been here a few days. Um, yeah. But it's not excessive. You owe eight gold pieces for your several days of
2: All right. meals in
0: bed. Nathaniel have you, takes your coin and says, are you leaving with the posties then? I am. Good. I, th- I think I think it would be good for you to visit Eisenbrook. I just, you strike me as somebody who would like to visit a city.
3: I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't. I don't think I've been there before. It's a good place.
0: And he points to the um, singing flame emblem that you have on on your armor and says, "You should go to the cathedral." <gasps> I hear it's good. Beautiful art.
3: I, I absolutely will. Thank you for the recommendation.
0: He nods and looks over your shoulder and uh, charges Alucia and Rill, two gold pieces each. All right. Is this is this the same person that uh, almost that almost caught Alusha, uh transforming? It is the same person, and you are heavily acid burned compared to this morning. Mm-hmm. And he kind of again politely doesn't ask, but maybe shakes his head a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Alusha, uh kind of. Fully avoids eye contact uh, during okay. this transition. <laughs> it's an awkward moment. All right, so you, you settle up. Uh, Nathaniel waves at Terpsichore across the tap room but does not appear to be expecting any coin of you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you uh, set out back towards Eisenbrook, which is going to be, you know, from traveling here, about three days' walk in total. The first day's journey will take you as far as the border.
2: Okay. In that case, we'll maybe try and press on to get
0: to the um, actual gatehouse. It feels different this time, passing the river gates on your way out, just because you now have some idea of, of what's on the other side. You, you stop for a minute and try and peer up between the bars. You can't see where you came from, but it's, it's interesting having some idea of what's in there and not just a blank, mysterious space. I think for most of you, that'll be the first time you've been in any substantial Dwarven ruins.
2: Yeah. Almost certainly. For all of us, right, real.
1: As <laughs> I far as any... I know. <laughs> you
0: know! You take a look at it as you pass, but then you, you turn downhill and start the long journey back out of the mountains. Or... From the mountains down into the foothills, at least. And you travel, the weather holds. You don't, honestly, nothing happens. It's a really boring walk. You're just going up and down hills through a forest, vaguely near a river.
1: <laughs> Our calves are going to look great.
0: <laughs> you are going to be so toned. <laughs> It is a disappointing sunset, like you're hoping if you're out on the road walking at night, you're going to at least have a nice sunset, but it just kind of, no, just a bit orangey and then goes away. Very disappointing. But about 10 o'clock at night, you finally reach the stone gatehouse and the archway across the road, you know, to the border point. The archway is open. Um, there's not a gate in it, but there is somebody leaning back against the wall with her helmet pulled partway down her face like she's trying to take a nap standing up who as you get closer rouses herself and looks up and says who goes there
1: it's just us coming back
0: who's us here he is oh right yes sorry i recognize you now Uh, welcome back carrying anything with customs due
2: Oh, shoot! What is? Do you cast... I made a note. I'm sure of it.
0: It's wool. It's weapons and it's metalwork. Metalwork, you say? Yeah, it... not non-weapon metal. <sighs>
2: um. What have you got? Let me have a look. Ah, uh, that's it. I've blown it now. Um, well, I can't let you open. I can't. I can't have it open. Um. I yeah I mean screw, it. I feel like I've, i feel like I've, i I like blown my
0: cover at this point. uh, we've got some metal parts, well, if they're not weaponry, uh let's have a look at the you can show me the box at least, come on,
2: um, I kind of gesture at
0: whoever i've whoever I've managed to pour it off onto. the guard takes their hands and says, Phew. yeah, yeah, that's metal that I've got some scales back in a moment. she steps into one of the little, the room at the bottom of one of the little towers and you hear a clanging noise as she plonks it down onto a set of scales and puts weights on the other side. She comes back out and says, that'll be five gold pieces, please.
2: Yeah, I sort of suck my teeth and grizzle a bit and say, I'll need a
0: receipt. Of course. Pulls a pad of her pocket. It's, it's, It's scrap paper, but it's been stitched together along one edge to turn it into a notepad. and she says so, Courier's Guild, unspecified metalwork, five gold pieces. Signs her name at the bottom. Puts a number next to it. Argofarm. Oh, Thank you very much. Safe travels.
1: You said it was about 10 advice?
0: Yeah, and you've been walking for about eight hours, so it, it, if you decide to press on, um, you'll be looking at... Um, Exhaustion points.
1: Oh, no, I was just wondering if... um, Because last time we were here, we could hear howling uh, at night. Can we hear that now?
0: You haven't heard any as you've been walking? But wolves howling is the sort of thing that does happen at night. Wilderness no. forest. Yeah, sure. Um, but you, no, you haven't heard any particularly close. Nothing that's really caught your attention. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll to keep watch just because you also have the guards. Mm -hmm. Would presumably alert you if there was something terrible happening. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point very early in the morning um, before sunrise, you do see a barge just slowly floating down the river. Pulls up and there's a long conversation with one of the guards. It's all conducted in, in... fairly low toned, no one's having an argument, but it clearly takes them a lot longer to sort out their customs duty than it did you. Mm. Morning comes and um, I, I would assume you get back on the road and, and uh, keep heading back the way you came. Yep. All right. Could I have whoever is vaguely keeping the most of an eye out, or going in front. Um, Could I have that person roll a perception check, please? Not it.
1: Definitely not it. That's broad daylight. That's not my thing.
3: (laughs) It should probably not be me, but if... uh... Congratulations, Alicia.
0: You're in front. (laughs) 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 Mm, Not great. That's going to be a ten. Ooh, OK, it's really boring just walking along these roads. I mean, they've, but the views are very pretty. So you are honestly spending more time looking at the nice views that you get. You know, you come over the top of every hill, you get a new pretty little valley with sheep and things in it. And you're probably paying more attention to that than anything else. So you don't notice any kind of commotion. Until you are actually cresting the last ridge before you come towards Yana's hut. And it's just coming into dusk as you crest the ridge. It's about 6 pm. And the first thing you notice is you can hear a lot of shouting from the distance in front of you. You can hear lots of angry noises. And as you come to the top of the ridge, you can also see in the distance. You can see Yana's hut just off the road, and you can see a small crowd of people carrying torches and shouting.
1: Oh, shit.
0: And as you watch, they are actually setting light to the hut. Fuck that. Okay, so I think Alusha uh, immediately um, her hands uh, go to her, her weapons, and she tenses and um she says, Guys, we've got a situation uh indicates uh forward to Yeah. Um you, you can all see this, it is about half a mile off. Half a mile's a job. Yeah, I'm just saying that you're not narrowing really straight into combat because they're not like That's that. Fair. Yeah. So we are carrying quite a lot of stuff. True. Who has got the box Like slightly yeah. slower. <laughs> Which
2: I me, imagine I probably
3: think. Ember, yeah, oh, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, I think Ember
2: had it. I mean, in fairness, like my pack's like 50 kilograms by itself,
0: so yeah, that we, we we rush into this dramatic thing,
1: yes, definitely.
3: Unfortunately, um,
0: it, is, it is some distance away, uh, so as you are rushing, you keep watching what's happening and having set light to the hut. The, the crowd of people heads off away from the road in what you remember is the direction of the hidden shrine. Mm. And they're, they're going to be a good distance from the hut by the time you reach.
1: All right, well let's put that fire out first.
2: Shoot, I almost chose Gust of Wind as my new spell.
1: No!
0: It
2: was this <laughs> close. <place.
1: laughs>
0: After several minutes of of running and hurrying, you reach Yana's hut. There's a lot of muddled up, muddy tracks around it of many feet, which makes sense. The chickens in her backyard have all been killed.
3: Well, that's just rude.
0: There is a, a wheelbarrow has been piled up with straw and pushed in front of her front door. And that is a blaze and so is most of the hut. Especially the roof, which is that.
2: Yeah, I give no sign of being afraid of the fire whatsoever. Um I'm just gonna charge I'm just gonna charge towards it. You can only do so many things. Um
0: Hey, how heavy would you say this wagon is? I would say, given it's only a wheelbarrow, you would be able to levitate. Oh, it's in. a wheelbarrow. Oh, like, I mean, it's just like a gardening wheelbarrow full of straw. It's, it's providing a block to getting the door open, but it's not a full-on mm-hmm. way. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
2: ram it with my. Uh, what's it? What's the name? The thing that I have that's a long pole. It's a long pole that you hit things. It's just a
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I would say roll a strength check. I love to roll strength checks. Oh, hang on a second. I don't feel the need to personify this wheelbarrow sufficiently to make this an attack. That's fair. <laughs> um, I'm really strong. Um, I will.
2: Ah, uh, you know what, though? I'm full of like this surging might of goodly goodness as I do this good deed. Um, I'm inspired.
0: Can you just inspire yourself. Is that one of your things?
1: <laughs>
2: you gave, you granted me inspiration last session. Oh, it's that one. Yes, carry on. Spending it. Um, that is a uh,
0: 21
2: on the strength check.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, you kind of take a flying leap and put the staff out in front of you and as you come down it bashes the door and breaks the recently repaired lock and you tumble through and do a cool roll and come up on your feet inside a blazing shepherd's hut. Cool. Is there any sign of any people or dogs? Uh, At first glance you can see a canine looking or at least animal looking body on the counter underneath the window that you were fighting on previously cool um
2: i'll chart. There's, there's like a back room i think there is um would you like a map i imagine it's pretty hot in here it is quite warm in there a bit toasty um i guess in that case um oh hey there's oh no there isn't i'm trying to, at- trying to work out this particular Um,
0: there's a back door as well, right? There there is a, uh, yes, there is the main room, which includes Mm. a a large table, the counter under the window, um, the dog's beds, and a kitchen area. And then there is a back room, which was Yana's bedroom. Okay. Um,
2: I'm going to, there's a window into
0: the back room, it looks like. No, from the outside, there is a window in. There is a door from the inside. Okay, yeah.
2: Um, I, I'll, I'll rush in and try and look inside the bedroom.
0: Because you have been in here for at least a round, I'm going to roll some damage. That's cool. That it will be six fire damage.
2: No, it won't. It'll be three fire damage. I was going to let you just, you know, quietly do that bit, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm a sorcerer, my whole thing is fire. It's true, it's true. Um, I... um
1: Since Since the is went in the front door, can we circle around to the back door?
0: You would have to climb the fence, but the fence is eminently climbable. Uh, we'll do
1: that. It's only
0: it is only a maybe four foot high fence with a couple of rails in it. It's more of a demarcation to keep the dogs in than anything else. Right. So yes, you can climb the fence and go in the back door through the garden. Alright. Let's do that. You will need to force that door, Heather.
3: Um Ember's gonna their battle axe to uh, open the door.
0: Yeah, that'll work. You can you can just chop away at the at the latch and let yourselves in that way. Um, there's this billow of of hot air full of sparks towards you as you open the door. Congratulations! You just made a through passage for. The air. Sadly, yes, you did. Um, although you know the place does have windows and probably was not perfectly sealed, but yes, the, the fire seems very pleased that you've opened both doors.
1: I forgot that was a thing.
0: The roof is very merrily ablaze. You can, from your perspective, you can see and you can see both a canine body on the counter under the window, and another one in the middle of the kitchen floor. Oh. And you can see Terpsichore, who doesn't even look warm. Like they look fine. Hmm.
2: Uh,
0: so, this other, this internal door. Yeah, there's an internal door into the bedroom. Um, you open that, that's not locked. This room, unfortunately, is also on fire. Mm. There's a bed, and that is just starting to catch from the sparks falling down from the roof. You mm-hmm. don't see any people or dogs in here either. Um, Terpsichore has a memory,
2: and Jess and screams bucket at the people congregating inside the burning building.
1: We were going to rescue the dogs
0: because there is a well right outside. Right. There is, which may help. Do me. any of your friends remember this or react to the shouting? Of they have. Buckets. They have just walked past this well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did we? When we when we hop the fence, did we walk past the well?
0: It's right outside the back door.
3: Okay, uh, yeah. Then... Ember will rush out and start uh, looking for a bucket, then to or yeah, multiple there's a, buckets. There's a if bucket possible.
0: suspended in the well. Okay.
3: Are there any other buckets or vessels around? It,
0: it takes you a minute to sort of cast around and spot it because it's actually just inside the house because she keeps full of water inside the house, but you do find the bucket. And, and you can fill that with water. Everyone who, in fact, all of you, please take seven points of fire damage. Because you're uh, all in a burning building.
3: We would have had a long rest, by the way, right? Yeah, we slept yes, you would have time. had a long rest yeah. and
0: you cool back up to, to full health. What would you like to do with your bucket full of water?
3: Um, Well, I was hoping if there were multiple type of vessels to do like a, to try and organize a, fire brigade type line um
0: okay um so
3: yeah, yeah. I, I i would see the bucket and maybe pull out a canteen or water skin and just start filling and passing
0: okay um if you take is anyone else helping with this are you looking around yes. for for water vessels okay in which case it's another seven points of fire damage to everyone because you're taking time um, Mm. but you do find another bucket and you find several big saucepans that are quite good containers Um, filling them up from the well is not the fastest thing in the world because you have to lower the bucket down and pull the bucket up and fill Mm -hmm. things up where are you targeting this water? what what are you doing with it once you've got it?
3: ember is just passing the buckets along after filling them so
1: very valid Uh, what
3: looks
1: to be the least the most structurally sound. Like, can we tell where the starting point for this was, or...?
0: It, it looks like they threw multiple flaming torches up onto the roof, and uh, kind of the whole roof is ablaze. Oh shit. There's a lot of fire around the front door where the wheelbarrow full of straw was. The walls are starting to catch, and, and the tar in between the planks is starting to run down. The whole place is pretty merrily ablaze. Um, the bed is starting to burn now as as sparks come down from the roof
2: uh, while they've been grabbing a
0: bucket can i
2: have been grabbing
0: a dog you can and as you as your hands reach it you realize this is not one of yana's dogs this is wolf oh shit and it is it has been dead for a little while the, there are blood stains but they are old black blood stains not fresh blood cool I skipped the other body also a wolf fantastic I
1: run
2: out, I I get out quick and I'm like okay give it up give it up give it up
0: okay I try and urge people out
1: there was only two in there
0: the, the, those are the only bodies you've seen if you'd like you, I mean you have rushed in and immediately started trying to put the fire out so if you'd like to take a look around you'll need to take some time to do that um, but feel free to do an investigation check, and look around the place before you run away.
1: Mm. Yeah, just once to be sure.
0: Fabulous. Roll me investigation. investigation.
1: Uh... Everyone.
0: Anyone 30, who's taking 20? time to look. So. Dirty, I
1: got a dirty 20.
0: Okay. Alicia, what'd you get? 15. Okay. Um, Alusha, as you're looking for some pans and buckets and things, uh, you find an iron strongbox in the kitchen. Um, you You are also convinced that these wolves are wolves and that they are, in fact, the wolves you killed when you came through here. Based on, they don't look like fresh bodies to you and you've seen a lot of dead animals. Rill, you do a little bit of more of a thorough search and you kind of look around and you check the dog's beds, which are empty, and you have a brainwave and you look inside Yana's wardrobe and there's just clothes in there and you check under the bed and no one is there. There is a wooden box under there, um, which is probably doomed if it stays here, but there's, there's no people or dogs in this house. Alright,
1: I'll grab that wooden box and then get the hell
0: out. Alright, everyone take, uh, except Fort of security, three more fire damage, please security is already outside watching you do this. You grab the boxes and you give up on putting the fire out as a bad job. And back out of the hut and you hear this loud creaking noise as part of the roof actually caves in, having been sufficiently fire weakened. And this this hut is doomed. There is, there's no saving it. This is an ex-hut. And you're just standing in Yana's vegetable garden watching her house burn.
2: Um,
0: I think pretty
2: quickly I at least am not. Like once everyone else is out, it's mm-hmm. just if we need to move, we need to move, we need to follow them.
0: Okay, you'll you're following the the mob.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I think. We should take a break, and we should stop for the next episode, because I think that could run for a while. Mm. Okay. Okay. Come back to Eisenbrook, you said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun! (laughs) Well, it already had blood all over the wall, but also wolves live there, so we're not sure what's going on, really.